All right, air horn. <laughs> yeah, hey, good talk. I just want to tune you in. Tune me in. You know, it's funny. One day you're loud, one day you're not. All right, <laughs> good. Air horn. <laughs> All right. Ooga. Ooh, you remember those kind? No. Ooga. Ooga. I, I only remember semi trucks. <laughs> All right. Hey, so today. Today. I got a phone call. And I was talking to a driver. Ring, ring. Yeah, ring, ring. And so we're just, we're just shooting a breeze. Guy just started a new job. And he supposedly has like six or seven years experience. Right? And he left. He got hired by this company. I won't say the name of the company. But he got hired by this small company that's a really long-haul company. Right? And he, <laughs> he said to me, yeah, I left out yesterday at 11 o'clock, right? And he got 320 miles down the road, and he had to shut her down. 320 miles. And I, I wanted this. I didn't, you know, he was a young guy. And I was thinking to myself, seriously? You, you really put it in the wind there, didn't you? <laughs> No, I mean, and again, I'm not here to make fun of people, although I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> but, you know, it's almost like I want to I tell these new guys coming into the industry, you know, this is one of the things that I don't think they really wrap their minds around. Now, think about this. You know, and I know a lot of people talk about new guys, and I'm not beating on new guys because there's many Really, really good new guys. You ever notice how much you yawn when we're talking? Will you stop? All right. <laughs> I can't help it. As soon as we... Am I boring you? No. Am I boring you? It's... I know the truck drivers bore you. Okay. <laughs> no, I might bore the truck drivers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, every time we start a pod, I just... I start yawning. I know. I, I know it. that the guys that listen to us, they're they're boring to you, right? No. Yeah. No. Just say it. Say they no. are. No. No. I no. want to... Wouldn't dare. I want to tick them off. <laughs> Now, so now going back to what I was saying. Now, you're a new driver, right? And I don't care what your age is, whatever. Okay, in fact, to be honest with you, young guys should have more stamina than these old bucks. They should. Okay, um, but I believe a lot of these schools and a lot of people see the job of a trucker as easy until they get out there. But I will guarantee you, if you'd be hard-pressed to find one that will go, yeah, I couldn't hack it. It was a tough job. You know, they got a million excuses why they didn't make it. But when I looked at this young man, he he was riding 320 miles. Oh, my gosh. And, he, and the truck's like a 70-plus-mile-an-hour truck, right? Honestly and truly, this was n almost 24 hours later, he had gotten... A little over 300 miles. And I know everybody out there is listening going, oh my gosh. Bottom line is, I think a lot of these guys, when they're coming into the industry, because I think he didn't have a lot of OTR in his background. So to his defense, he wasn't really used to it. So really what I, I was really want to talk about a couple things, and I'll get to the other stuff that I want to talk about. But if you're coming into the industry and you have this cowboy image in your mind, okay, you better investigate what the job actually entails. Because, yes, you're going to have a big truck. Yes, it's really cool. I love trucks. 
Okay. That's a boy thing. It's right. I mean, honestly, it's to me, it's the coolest job in the world, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a trucker. Well, girls and, like trucks too, but you know. Right. And I'm traveling. I get to see the country. And that's the image everybody has. They fail to realize there's also a job part of this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a lifestyle, but you still have work to do. Okay. And that work is stamina. Okay. If you're a long haul truck driver, right? Mm-hmm. You have to get your mind wrapped around that. Hey, in order, if in fact, if you look up the average trucker, how many miles does the average trucker run about? Would you say, uh, in a week? In a week? Yeah, you know what they run. Oh, in a week, close to three thousand. Right, on average, say twenty five hundred to three thousand miles on average. So, if you before you go and get your Class A CDL, do the math on that for a second. Okay, if you're running six days a week, that's about at least five five to six hundred miles away. Away. Why can't I talk? It's about five to six hundred miles a day, right? Right. And so that means ten to twelve hours in that driver's seat every day. Well, ten, eleven, 10, eleven hours. <laughs> wink, wink. And, right, uh, eleven hours in that seat every day to maximize your running. But you got to also remember you have fourteen to do eleven. You have fourteen hours to do your eleven, and it's usually going to take that because you're pulling over to fuel. You're, you're, you're eating, you're, you gotta, you know, there's a lot of stop times, not a lot. If you're, once you get your stamina built up, there's not a lot of stop and you keep the damn thing going like a, uh, a hard running truck driver does. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I think they failed to realize that the job part is I, I put my four, 11 to 14 hours in by the time I get to where I'm going, I'm ready for a, a little nap nap. Right, Ruthann? Yes. And, and so what happens when you wake back up? You got to drive again. You got to drive again. <laughs> See, that's, I think a lot of them real, don't realize that it's almost like a robotic lifestyle that uh, a true OTR driver develops into. I remember my first week driving a truck. I was driving for Great Coastal when I was my first OTR job. You probably remember that. And I, f- I thought my first couple trips, my, my discs in my back felt like Frisbees. I thought they were going to come flying out of me because I was trying to get to, you know, 700 miles down the road, 600 miles down the road. He was a super trucker. Hey, I was no super trucker then, <laughs> I'll tell you right. I was like a super pansy. But I will tell you, though, after you do it a couple weeks, you get like a robot. And it's like, like it's second nature. Get in that truck and run 3,000 miles. It's actually nothing to it once you get yourself mentally prepared for it if you really want to make a a success out of your trucking career. Well, the problem is I think what a lot of these guys and gals that don't make it when they come into the industry, honestly, mm. is they don't do their homework and they don't calculate, hey, I'm going to drive, I'm going to be I'm going to be in that seat 11 to 14 hours, you know, up and and awake, okay? And driving makes you tired. All right? And then once I get out of bed, guess what? I got to crawl back in the seat and do it again. And then the next day, I got to crawl back in the seat and do it again. Then the next day, I got to crawl back in the seat and do it again. And again and again and again and again. Week after week after month after month after year after year after year. And that really what I think is, is what people don't realize. Yes, it's, it's an awesome job. Yes, you're driving awesome equipment and you are a trucker. You know, to me, that's an awesome job. That's a, 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 it's, it's, I think, a privilege to be able to be a professional driver. But... Okay, let's take away the title now for a second. I'm trucker and realize I also have a job to do. Right. And that part there, people got to get in their mind before they come into the industry. 
That's what's killing a lot of people. You're not calculating what you got to do once you become cowboy trucker. Well, it's it's just like any other profession. When you are sitting down in an office job, you still have to have your schedule on how you're going to be doing things, and you have to be organized. In a truck, you really do have to do the same thing. You have to know what you're going to you know, like do your plan and, and figure out how you're going to be doing your stuff. And when you're going to be taking your breaks, you know, where you're going to be taking them. There's so much in detail with that. With the new people that do go out into the industry, they don't really think all of those details that you're just talking about, too. They think, oh, it's just going to be fun. I'm going to see the world type of attitude. And they don't get to go and see the world because they're actually working. Yeah, sometimes you can take downtime there. If you have no home that you're going to go and do your downtime at, you can take your downtime in the areas that you might be going to, if it's Buffalo, if it's L.A. or wherever, you could always do some downtime there and see the areas, but it's not part of your actual time working. It's going to be during your downtime on a weekend when you're supposed to be re- resetting. And that's a good point because, you know, everybody, a lot of new guys and gals coming into the industry, they actually think that, you know what? I got it. Uh, what, when I'm driving by the Grand Canyon, I'll go take a tour. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you know what? I might be by the beach next week in January. I think I'll stop there and lay out on the beach. No. No. Yeah. The answer is no. If you're, if you're thinking about getting your CDL right now and you're thinking it's a big vacation, I mean, really, to a trucker, it is a vacation. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Okay. But the bottom line is you're going to work every day. If you're going to find success, you're going to work every day. And that's why you see you see drivers coming into the industry, and some of them have five, five, six jobs in a year, okay? Because it, I believe more than anything, they're just having a hard time adjusting, thinking, okay, I'm going to come in here and do it the way I want to. No, you're not. You talk to these guys that have been out here for a long time, you're not going to do it the way you want to. You're not mm-hmm. going to be successful if you do. No. I don't care if you become an owner-operator. You ain't going to do it the way you want to. It just doesn't work that way, okay? No, because you've got too many rules and regulations that you have to abide by, too. So you can't do it your way. You have to go by what your rules are, too. Yeah. Think about this for a second. You get your first load, right? Here you are. You get done with your trainer, and now you're on your first day, and you're thinking, okay, now I'm, I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to stop here and stop there, maybe you know, have dinner and do this and do that along the way. But then all of a sudden you realize... I'm behind, and mm-hmm. my first load now is late because right. I stopped and I ran out of time because that clock doesn't stop. So mm-hmm. I ran out of time and I never, I didn't get my first delivery. Guess what? It's only a matter of time until you get terminated, and now you ruined your first reference. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you care about your career, you're going to come in and you're going to run. You want to get it done. You know, the bottom line is you want to get there as quickly as you can, so you have a little more time on the other end. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and also so that you can get unloaded quicker, so that you can. Get another load and make more money. That's what it's about, mm-hmm. right? Right. It is. I mean, that's why you take that job being away from your family. You don't do it because you want to. You do it because of the money. Right. So, I mean, that, that's really what I was I was really wanting to touch on here. You know, I was, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of drivers, honestly, and there's other things out there besides the new guy that comes into the industry, right, and says to him, says, I'm going to do it my way. And then he doesn't make it because the companies aren't going to let you do it your way. But there's a lot of other things that I've been seeing a lot over the years. And, and I'll tell you a couple of them. I hear drivers all the time say, I don't go to the Northeast. Okay, let, we'll, we'll talk about that guy for a second. If you don't go to the Northeast, let's say you're a lease purchase driver and you don't do the Northeast and you get a load from, say, Dallas to New Jersey and you say, I don't want that load. 
That's a lot of money. Let's say you're getting a buck fifty a mile. I mean, that's like twenty some hundred dollars. Okay, just to take that up to the northeast, you're gonna say no, mm-hmm. and and wait. And, and there are drivers that will do that. They'll wait until, okay, the Florida load comes up or the Arizona load comes up. And what they don't realize is now I'm waiting a day when I could have been making money with those wheels turning. And next thing you know, we find ourselves in a lease purchase, and lease purchases are notorious for failures. And the biggest, there's three, three of the biggest failures in a lease, okay, these days, is not, not um, optimizing your fuel. Like if you have an APU mm-hmm. and not using it and shutting your truck off, not pulling out at the right RPMs if you have a stick, not slowing down the correct way. That's a huge money loss. Refusing loads is huge. It's a huge loss all day long, mm-hmm. p- trying to cherry pick where you're going. And then, obviously, being late on loads because of the way you want to run. And it's usually, it's only a matter of time till you quit because you're not making money. You, you'll start seeing a company where you're not really... Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of bad lease purchases out there, but the mm-hmm. good ones you still have to run correctly, and you have to take the loads where they go. You just do. Right. It's all it's to it. If you're trying to be a lease purchase driver, I have drivers tell me all the time in in the southeast, they want a lease purchase, and they want to stay in the southeast. Yeah. Nobody, there's nobody going to pay you a lot of money to run in the southeast, Ruth. In are they and get you home? No. No, because, you know, stuff goes everywhere in the United States, not just in the southeast. Well, there's not a lot of freight coming out of, like, the deep southeast, like Florida. No, I don't. I mean, you don't. It's seasonal. Yeah, we, we, it's strictly all seasonal. We don't have any textile. We don't have our ports. You know, there, there's stuff that doesn't come in and out as much. So I think I'm going to title this Educate Yourself. Because from, from those new guys that don't have the concept of what you got to do to get the job done to these to drivers that are trying to do leases or just stay in like, like for example, we're here and it's winter time now. Okay. And you know, drivers, if you're wanting to make money, you are not going to do it in the South. I'll give you an example of the Southeast through that. You get a load out of Atlanta, but you're staying in the Southeast. Unless you get like a Miami or a, um, you know, a Fort Myers or 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 something of at least five six hundred miles one way, it, you're already behind for the week making money. Well, you might get the load in, but then you have to try and beg for a load out, you know, or vice versa. Sometimes you get the loads out, but you can't get a load to come in. You know what I mean? Like you really, you're back. You're you're you're, you know, usually when you get into Florida, you're you're empty back hauling or hauling really cheap freight out so that you can get back out to get something that's worth money. That's an, that's another good point. What my point was going to be was if you most likely you get a, a load out of Atlanta, you're going to Greensboro or you're going to Columbia short or you're going to you're going to Anderson or you're going to Fayetteville or you're going to uh, Mobile, wh- whatever the case is, you're only going to be doing about on average 200 to 350 miles one way. And if you leave your house on a Sunday night and with a 300 mile load, you're already at least 200 miles behind what you should be getting for the for the week as an average daily average and if you only stay out 5 days and you average 350 miles a day that's 17 it's about 1700 miles okay 
your paycheck is going to suck. So educate yourself. You know, you're either going to have to learn to take loads where, you know, you can make money or you stay in the South and starve. That's just the, the two ways. And some guys don't need a giant paycheck. I'm not, I'm not knocking you if you are not in need of a big paycheck. There's nothing wrong with being a driver and saying, look, man, I don't need a big check. I'm going to stay here in the South. Where it's, I, mean, I mean, who the hell wouldn't? I'm just saying, though, don't cry when you're not making money. And usually the number one reason a truck driver quits a job is because he's not making money. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not making the money in, in the home time, but... Right. You're either home and broke. You're either getting a lot of home time and you're broke or you're out in the road making money, no place to spend it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just the, the, the pitfalls of trucking, okay? Right. No, Educate yourself. Educate yourself. The other thing I notice drivers say is, I don't touch nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't do this. I don't they do- don't pay me to lump. Right. Now, I'm not a lumper. I'm a trucker. And okay, I agree that you are a trucker. But here's the problem with that, okay? There's a profit, a gain, in a guy that touches his freight. And I've said this about flatbedders, and I'm going to say it about LTL drivers. I'm going to say it about uh, what, what are those Dollar General, uh, Family Dollar loads, those loads like that. They, those companies are begging truck drivers to take these Dollar General dedicateds and Family Dollar. And is it Dollar Tree? There's another one. To where 90% of times you're using what's called roll tainers and you get a lift on the back of the truck and you, you push these carts back, you drop them down to the ground, you push them to the receiver into the door, okay? Is it a little bit of work? Yeah. Do you get a little sweat? Yeah. Do you gain health? Abs- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Did a mic. Yes, you gain health. Well, what are the statistics, Ruth Ann? A driver that, that runs his whole life just driving... And sitting on his ass, okay? 30 years of, of, of just driving, cross-country, no-touch freight. Guess what? High blood pressure? Well, first they're going to be overweight. Most of them will. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you're going to have high blood pressure. You're going to have high cholesterol. You're going to have blood, heart disease. Blood you're going to have. Yeah, you're going to have all the stuff that's really bad and going to kill you. And the old saying is what? Young men give up their health to chase money. When they become old men, they have to give up their... Money to chase their health. Absolutely. And that's what you don't want to... You, you don't want to drive a truck for 30 years and, and have the attitude of, I'm a trucker, I don't do shit. I'm going to tell you something. There's going to come a time in your life where the pain of actually doing a little work and unloading that truck is not even going to compare to the horrible crap for the last couple of years of your life of no circulation in those legs, just driving. I'm telling you, that pain that you're going to receive and the money you're going to have to give up and the hospital uh, visits and doctor visits to, to keep yourself healthy, or I'm sorry, to keep yourself alive because you're not going to be healthy. You guys are going to be saying to yourself, I wish I would have stayed a little trimmer. I wish I would have busted my ass and did some LTL, or even when I could unload, you know, unload a trailer maybe once a week. I'm telling you, for your own good. This is not me picking on anybody. Am I? You know when I'm picking on people, right? Mm-hmm. I actually have fun when I'm picking on people. I am not picking on anybody. This is the serious me telling my brothers out there that if you got a chance to help unload a trailer once a week, do it. It's a couple hours of work. Big deal. It's not going to really hurt you. And if anything, if you're a driver that's looking forward to retirement, 
you're going to have a nice retirement if you can actually enjoy it by doing things. If you're going to be um, not doing any form of exercise whatsoever, and when you get to the point of retiring, you're going to be laid up in in your house. You're not going to be able to enjoy any of that. Listen, you got to really, honestly, and nobody has to take my advice, but the bottom line is we see, we've been in this industry a long time, you and I, and we see the results of this kind of driver, that kind of driver, we're not just making any of this crap up. This is real stuff. And we, you and I really do care. You know, yeah. it's absolutely do we care. I mean, and the, you know, we're trying. Oh, I know, to, I care. I care. I really do care. I pretend that I don't, okay, for a laugh, but I absolutely 100% care. And, and to be honest with you, you know, we've been trying to spread the word about the brotherhood of trucking CBs, trying to get everybody united, mentoring, and all this other stuff. And, you know, sometimes taking people and going, hey, you guys got to do a few things differently. That's not the most popular thing to do a podcast on. It really isn't. And there's some guys out there going, you know what? This guy's an asshole. And you know what? I am an asshole at times. I Can I be an asshole? Yes, yes. I will test he is an asshole at times. Yes, thank you, Ruth Ann, for speaking sure. truth. Sure. You're... I, I am a person that speaks truth. Yes, thank you very much. But I'm not being an asshole now. I'm actually telling you guys for your own good. I've watched my grandfather, okay, who, when he was younger, he would take a coal a cold trailer down to Philly, and him and his buddy would unload it by hand. He was in great shape. But then when he got older, he didn't do he wasn't doing much. And my grandfather went from muscular to a gigantic, heavy-set man, okay? He, he was who he was. Loved him. He was like my closest friend in my whole life when he died. But he died of a massive heart attack, you know what I mean, from driving that truck and not taking care of his body. He just, boom, was dead one day. So I'm telling you, just for your own good. That's it. I'm, I'm done. My, Mr. Mr. Trucker is done mothering you. <laughs> Ask Mr. Trucker. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, all right. So, look, let's wrap this up. Okay. This is just kind of a, a little powwow, educate yourself, drivers. Um, we'll get back to some more uh, tolerable pods here in the near future. And if you have any questions on how you can help, I mean, we've posted, uh, well, actually, we did pods on, on exercising in the truck and different things that you can do. So shoot us a message if you want to. If you can't think of anything, just shoot us a message and we'll try and See, what you could do is helping you out. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Ruthann, maybe you could start an aerobics class online, right, for the truckers, and we'll set the studio up like a bunk, and you can kind of do, like, yoga stretches and everything and, and be on, on Facebook Live on ToxCDL's trucking page. What do you think? Why are you looking at me like I have three heads? Because I think you do. Ah, okay. You don't want to do that? <laughs> You know, everything's like, I'm telling them to exercise, but I, I don't do it myself. Yes, you do. Do we walk a couple yes. miles a day? Yes, we do. Almost. Walk. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we walk because we're training. Yeah, but so we're still walking a lot. Okay. So I do walk a lot. Yeah, look at we're we're all getting older, you know. I mean, you look at you, you look old. I mean, it's just is what it is, you know? So anyways, let's wrap this up and uh we've got interviews and other things to do. Uh, any advice to anybody? I did, I did hear that, just so you know. Just okay. because I wasn't going to hit you doesn't mean I didn't hear it. Okay. What do you got? Any advice? Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Educate yourself. You new guys, listen, my advice to you new guys, 
educate yourself before you come into the industry and kind of do the math on what what you have to do you know yeah it's it's a profession so you have to really look at it as that truck is your office get a planner get you know figure out how you're going to do your stuff don't just jump into it get the whole idea of it and ask drivers yeah a builder doesn't build a house without uh weighing the price okay same thing with trucking all right don't come into trucking without knowing what you have to do i get the trucker part i love the trucker part there's also a job part of it all right we are out of here and keep keep the videos coming the memes and Awesome job, you guys, on the caption, this contest. Ruth Ann's sent out a bunch of hats, and we'll be sending out more. Thank you. Good night. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers. Ruth Ann here. Pick up the phone and dial 844-292-8999. If you're looking for a company with new all-automatic Kenworth T680s with APUs and fridges, this company offers lease purchase and company positions. Again, dial 844-292-8999.